And hello again, everyone. Welcome back to One Patriot Place here on WBLZ Sports uh, and the Ironic Radio Network. You're on the air with Stephen Murph. You can also find our podcast on the FullPressCoverage.com website. Our friends over there also cover it, and you can find us there along with their own, their own, I should say, great content. So we did a podcast earlier in the week. We went over the Patriots. Um, Kind of workmanlike win over the Jets, and now we're going to focus on the three and oh yes, three and oh Buffalo Bills. So before we get into this, I want to get my partner's first impressions on this football game, and then we will break down the keys to the game, some of the key matchups, and then we're going to give a prediction. So the big green man is awaiting. Hey, bud. Uh, my first predictions are: Let's go out and win this one. How cool would it be? <laughs> to be game, four games into the season and, you know, a full game on have beaten everybody in the division at least once. When was the last time that happened? Not this early so, in the season. I can A tell lot you of that. division games, man. Yep. <laughs> this early. Yeah, that do, doesn't happen do you very think, often. Do you think usually, usually we, we go through the, the Patriot progression, you know, the first four or five games, Bill usually looks at them as a uh, as an extended preseason, you know, feeling things out. And this this year, it seems like everybody is clicking early, and you know, there, there's a purpose to everything. Do you think these early division games have anything to do with that? I just think where this is a veteran team, mm-hmm. um, and you know, they brought back nearly everyone. They and they added some depth this year. I, I really think, you know, usually we see them kind of lackluster through September. It's not uncommon to see them two and two in September, and then of course everyone's you know sounding the death knell yep. of the Patriots. But this year, I think we started right from the beginning. I mean, you know, mini camp, training camp, the team was really clicking, and I think yeah. you know having these veteran guys and and. You know, mm-hmm. almost everyone back, and, uh, and I even just the think new that... pieces are old pieces. You know, it's like right. finding like finding an old freaking you know an old robot that you you had when you were a kid, and it's like, oh hey, yeah, that was fun. Let's pull that out and hang, put it on a shelf. <laughs> exactly, and uh, yeah. you know, it, it's funny because uh, when you look at this team, I mean, this isn't this isn't typical Patriots September football. You know, and nope. um, that that's the cool part about it is if this is their feeling out process, then we're in for a heck of a ride this season. Yeah. You know, one 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 item that isn't clicking, though, that I think is going to be paramount this week is the run game. Um, yep. th- things have not been clicking 
in the uh, the offensive backfield like at all, especially with uh, you know, unfortunately, Sony Michelle. And in yep. my keys this week, I wrote that one of the things that I expect the Patriots to do is to get this run game going. What do you think of that? I, I firmly believe in that. I mean, uh, I think that this week they may go more with the hot hand, and, and yep. we might see more Rex Burkhead early in this mm-hmm. game. And, uh, you know, although uh, Evan Lazar, who we had on the podcast just recently, and uh, Evan pointed out that when the Patriots play action with Sony on the field, they're averaging 16.4 yards per attempt. Yep. That's pretty good. <laughs> Excellent. You know, Jesus Christ. You know, and, and we can we can sing Sony's like uh, downfall right now, but the fact remains when he's on the field, some good things are still happening. And uh but no, yeah, I, I think the running game needs to take pressure off Brady this week. And uh Buffalo has a very good defense. They're legit. I think they have an outstanding secondary. So, you know, it's gonna come down to who can, you know who can produce. And I think they, they need to run a game. So, okay. you know, I, and uh, um, yeah, I'm just having a feeling that we might see more Rex early in this one. I agree. I, I, I agree. I put that in my keys. I also think that this may be a um, early first taste last week. He was on the roster, but was on the active uh, roster, but did not play. And that's Damian Harris, our third round pick. What do you think? Do you think Damian is going to, uh, make his debut this week well you know if belichick follows through with you know kind of the way he he handled similar type players in shane vereen and and uh james white in their rookie season if you remember that's true shane vereen only played in five games Mm -hmm. you know his rookie year james white i think only played in three yeah so you know this will be about the time to get damien some snaps maybe and you know and uh trying to utilize him in the passing game might be a good way to do that. Or even, you know, late in the game, give him some carries. You know, he yep. does run the ball well between the tackles. So, you know, throw the Bills uh, something they haven't seen yet because they they don't have any tape on no, Damian none. Harris. None. So that's it. Let's say, like I said in my in my keys, it's time to unveil the omen. <laughs> play, play spooky music. The yeah. omen is coming. So, yeah, yeah we'll, get you know, kid, uh, we'll get the one, scary one kid of, on the field and do something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, both of us were really high on this kid when the Patriots drafted him. We we were both very excited to see him because I think he has tons of potential. And right. uh, it's just, you know, with such a, a deep backfield that they have this year, I mean – He's just going to have to wait his turn a little bit until, you know, he gets a little more experience and they'll get it for him this year. And th- yeah, this, this might be a good week to do that because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we know that Julian Edelman might not play uh, on Sunday. So, you know, they're going to have to, you know, manufacture some of creative. his. Yeah. They're going to have to manufacture some of his production from other places. I'm sure James White will be part of that. I'm sure Philip Dorsett will be part of that. Rex, I'm sure, a little bit. Sprinkle a little Damian Harris and a little Jacoby Myers in there. And, hey, they might be pretty good to go. you got dinner. You got dinner. You got got Patriot. Patriot Five get you egg roll. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, man. How do you see see this team 
um, the Patriots attacking the um, the Bills from the defensive side of the ball? How how are we going to make Josh Allen's um, life miserable? Well, that that was my first key, and that's eliminate big plays because I think they feel like unless they get some big chunk plays down the field, that they're not going to be able to move the ball patiently down the field against this defense. You know, uh, now the Bills have been doing that. I think all of their touchdown drives this year are 70 yards or more. Can you believe that? Yeah. Holy shit. But against this defense, I don't think they'll be able to do it enough. So I think the Patriots, you know, they're – I think their philosophy this week is we're going to make them take a little chunk at a time. And then, you you know, we can force uh, them to make a mistake. And, you know, so you take away those big chunk plays, the way the, you know, the front seven have been playing the run, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, because the the bills have been trying to get Allen into more, you know, last year they were so much down the field with their throws. Right. But, you know, when you're constantly in third and long, that's not a recipe for success. So this year they're trying to shorten that that field for him, get him in third and manageable. And plus, if you're in third and three, you still have to respect a guy like Frank Gore or Devin Singletary, you know, and, and to run in the football. So I think they want to get them in those third and seven, you know, third and six kind of situations where they have to throw it. And I think between the pass rush and this coverage in the secondary, they, they feel like this is a matchup they can win. Yeah, I'm I'm right on the same page with you. One of my keys is is uh, to make Allen beat you from the pocket. Yep. A lot of these big plays that that he's coming up with are when things break down, and they go Chinese fire drill. Oh, oh Murph, Murph said Chinese fire drill. Please send hate mail. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, that's, and, and, but that's where a lot of it comes. Yep, yep. that's where it, it comes from. Um, things break down. He's outside the pocket. And then you know somebody loses track of somebody in the in the defensive backfield, and those big chunk plays happen. And uh, I I'm with you on that. We can't well, let that happen two or three times during this game. You know, and so he, far, he, yeah, he didn't play in that first meeting last year in Buffalo. No, he, he was out during that time. And I went back and watched the tape of the second game, which it's kind of tough. I mean, you know, at that point of the season, Buffalo's yeah. year was over. You know, and I I kind of didn't even really want to watch it because I was Mm -hmm. wondering if, you know, can you really get anything out of that? Because they were kind of going through the motions. But and you didn't, did you? No, I watched it. Um, (laughs) No, 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 no. You watched it, but I bet you didn't get anything out of it. I actually I did. And all right. And I, I don't know if they'll try something similar this time. But what they tried to do to take away his scramble, and like obviously he likes to scramble to the right because he's yep. right-handed. And it looked like they were overloading the left and kind of inviting him to roll to his, you know, they were kind of inviting him rolled, rolling to the left of his left yep. so that, you know, he couldn't roll out to the right. And, you know, when you're throwing across your body like that, it tends to, the ball tends to sail or go short. Mm-hmm. And they did that a couple of times in the game. And it looked like that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to force him into making a mistake. But, again, I mean, that is, you know, 
that time of the year, I don't know if you can gain, you know, gleam a lot from that game. I mean, that game they they ran for two hundred and seventy three yards, and yeah, I don't see them doing that on Sunday. No, 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 no. That that's not going to be the game plan this week. It's not. But, no, um, the Patriots are going to have to explode up into the uh, the Bills' backfield and then implode onto uh, onto uh, Allen. Uh, keep him in the pocket and yep. let the pass rush happen. Because um, well, this, I think Jamie Collins a key this week. Yeah, that. there you go. There you go. That's you the know. other thing is is the my part of that same key, just a different notch, is the um, the play of of the uh, linebackers and the keeping integrity and holding them and waiting for their opportunity to do that to do exactly what you just said is going to be paramount, whether it's, whether it's Jamie Collins, whether it's, it's uh, Donta Hightower, whoever is out there, uh, Kyle Vannoy, um, wait for that opportunity to hit and then freaking hit the nail on top of the head. Yeah. And you know, uh, I, I, I totally agree with that. My second key was third downs. And I thought third down is going to be really important on Sunday because I think this is going to be a closer, low-scoring game with the two defenses playing the way they are, especially if Julian Edelman isn't able to go. Limited. So yeah. I, I, I really think, you know, third down will be very important in this game as well as field position. And I think, you know, you you have to force the issue on defense. I think uh, I feel like they they uh, have the feeling they can match up well with the Bills receivers. I, I think it'll be Gilmore on Brown. Yep. I think uh, Jason McCourty will be on Zay Jones. <laughs> and I think the the matchup to watch, it'll be Cole Beasley and Jonathan Jones, which I think there you that's, go. you know, that's going to be the matchup that's going to determine. I really think it's going to determine this game. You know, Beasley has 17 catches uh, in the first three games of the year. They've gone to him a lot, especially early in games. And where they try to establish their offense, that short passing game. Mm-hmm. If Jonathan Jones can take him away, I think that's that's when you know. Uh, if you watch Josh Allen, if his first read isn't there, that's when he tends to want, to, and that's when he, a lot of times when he makes mistakes. So that 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 to me is a very key matchup, and for the Patriots' offense, obviously third down is always important because they just like to nitpick you down the field and then they take their chances. But, you know, in, in this game, I think James White is going to be a huge target on third down in the game last year in Buffalo. They targeted him 14 times. He had 10 catches for 79 yards. So that's it. You I could see, see that even more this week. Um, I am, I'm very hesitant about Edelman playing in this game. Um, I think they can win it without him. I know that sounds cocky as hell, and the Patriots, you know, struggle with him not on the field. But I, I'm just really worried about this this rib injury. Yeah. Oh, and those are well, you know, if, if it's not broken, it's just bruised. It's still painful as hell. Yeah, I've it, had, it really I've had a rib injury, and I'm here to tell you. I mean, you know what that's like. It's like yep. it hurts to breathe. Sneezing is like intense pain. Oh god! And and having a two hundred and twenty five pound safety launch into your ribs is not yep. a very nice way to spend a Sunday afternoon. So, yeah, I mean, th- there's a good chance he might not play this week. So, you know, they they might have to manufacture things um, even more so. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. And then they'll have to be creative, but I mean, that's one thing Josh McDaniels and Brady have shown that they're able to do is they're, they're able to work through things. Mm -hmm. All the, all the elves are going to have to skip choir practice this week and (laughs) and be there for the toy making. You know, that's just the way it is. Hermes, get your dentist ass in here. Um, Yeah. I'm already looking forward to Christmas. Uh, So that's on, Another my 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 one of my keys is, is I'm trying to go through because we're sitting here with with practically the same keys, but uh, <laughs> flag free football is one of my keys yep. this week. I think there's there have been far too many penalties going on early in this season for a Patriots team. The Patriots are usually one of the uh, the least penalized teams in the NFL, but there there were some really bad ones in the in the past two games. I mean we're, we're not talking. Um, anything that that had been game changing, obviously, but this week they're really going to have to limit the laundry, aren't they? Yeah, uh, any close game you have to do that, and I think this one will be close. Um, and that's been an issue at times this year, but um, we'll see how it plays out. I, I thought the referees last night in that Thursday night game, oh my god, they were terrible. They were terrible, and. Uh, but we won't even get into that right now, but we'll see how it all plays out. My third key was just continue the script as it's been written. I think if, if your defense can hold them to no points in that first half, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's nothing, nothing at the halftime, Tom Brady's been in a million of those kind of games. And I think, you know, he, he'll, he'll, he'll work through it. Okay. I'm I'm not sure that Josh Allen will have the patience you know, uh, no, they going to start. Fe- yeah, the, the um, <clears throat> the the Bills, the, the games that I've seen this year, it, it doesn't seem like they come out in the second half with a lot of adjustments to what they saw in the first half. Things are, have gone relatively well for them in the first half, and they just are, are dancing with the ones that brung them. They haven't said, okay, well, we can exploit this in the second half. We can exploit that in the second half. Um, and and I think. The, the the Patriots definitely have the edge there if it if it ends up close by halftime. Um, my next key was to get out quick, yep. and I actually want to see a lot of no huddle in this uh, in this first first half at least. Uh, bring the nitrous, man. Uh, get up, run a play, get back up to the line, run another play. Don't let these guys substitute out. One of the things that I noticed this this year with Buffalo is they're defensive line is in a constant shuffle they're constantly trying to keep fresh guys on the field don't let that happen especially with uh phillips out and right you you know kyle pecko's coming in that's that's a great story in itself with him this year Mm. i don't know were you aware of what was up with his he almost didn't come to training camp this year because his wife was battling cancer and he wanted to stay home and be with her. He was going to actually him. take the year off from football because his his wife was battling cancer, and then she mm-hmm. talked him into going. She's like, "No, you. This is your job. You have to go." So, <laughs> and uh, so against his his and actually against his wishes, he he went to training camp. He didn't make the fifty three man roster. They uh, they uh, put him on the practice squad though, and now his wife is cancer free. She's healthy again. 
And with the injury to Phillips, they brought him on the 53-man roster. He should get a lot of playing time. And right. uh, I was like, yeah, that's that's one of those feel-good stories that you got to love. But we'll see how he plays. I mean, Phillips is, was a big part of their defense, Huge. you know. You know, so we'll see how how that plays out. And, you know, I think last year the Patriots kind of targeted their linebackers in coverage. They went after uh, Edwards. Uh, Ed, was it Edwards? Tremaine Edwards? The rookie last year. Um, yeah. Really, really good, good-looking rookie. But, I mean, he was a rookie. And Matt Milano, they, they targeted those. Those guys are downhill thumpers, yep. you know, in the run game. And they targeted those guys in the passing game. And I think that's what they'll try to do more of that, you know, and I I really think if Edelman doesn't play, we're going to see some Jacoby Myers in the slot because that's what he did in NC state. Yep. And we loved it. We did. We loved (laughs) it. There was much rejoicing. Yeah, there was much (laughs) rejoicing. But no, you're right. That's, that's where to attack this defense is in the air with the short intermediate stuff over the middle. And it's just whether or not um, these guys can create some separation. Um, that's the, that's the only thing I'm worried about with Jacoby out there is, is getting enough separation to make sure that uh, he can get some yak after the catch. He's been catching everything that's thrown at him. And I've mm-hmm. got um, a, uh, a lot of confidence in running him out there. But it's it's just what he does. He's able to do with the ball after the catch, and it, you know everything's just a bit faster here. While Jacoby was able to, to do that at down in in college, he things here you, you you need a little bit more. You need just a tiny bit of an edge, and I hope that he's able to do that because these are some good linebackers. Yep, absolutely. I loved the the interview uh, Doug Kai had posted on Nesson with oh, Kobe Myers. They were asking him if he, you know, he has a chip on his shoulder for being undrafted, and he was like, "No," because I know every day they could ask me for my ID card and tell me I'm done. So I just come out here every day and try to work as hard as I can and give them a reason to keep me around. That's cool. <laughs> and I was like that is the right attitude to have. Right. You know? That is, that is, that, that's what you want, man. That's what you want walking in. Somebody that's nervous that they're going to ask for your card. <laughs> yeah. And that's, a, that's fueled Brady. I mean, yeah. I mean, Brady says that every, he still considers himself the sixth round draft pick, the 199th guy. And he feels like yep. he has to earn his spot every day. And that's why he's been to nine Super Bowls. Nine, nine. <laughs> it's unreal. Going, going Might for be a ten ninth, this year. Yep, going for a ninth straight AFC title game and a tenth um, Super Bowl, Super Bowl appearance. appearance, and and people still are out here talking about, you know, the 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 next <laughs> big thing. We, we all saw yeah. the next big thing last night, folks, and you know he had to be a. Uh, a stat whore and try to freaking get himself two more passing touchdowns down at the goal line at the one <laughs> at the one man. It, it didn't God. that last play look exactly like Super Bowl 49 with the sure did. Yep. It looked sure like did. the same play call and it looked like mm-hmm. the Eagles were in the same defense that the yep. Patriots. 
same defense in every, you know, and and when I watched uh, that, I was like, oh my god, I just got to chill because that if you just changed the uniforms, that would have looked exactly like Malcolm Butler. Yep, you know? I, our it good friend, looked exactly uh, the same. Yep, our buddy Robert Alvarez. Uh, Robert works Pat Pat's pulpit, right? Pat's fans. Pat's fans. That's right. I'm sorry. And uh, he pointed that out last night, and he was showing, you know, who was open in the in the the, the corner, and and it was, it's God, man. It's when are you people gonna learn? When are you gonna learn? Run the fucking football. God, you're at the one yard line. All, all you had to do was dive. Do you, do you do you honestly think that that Tom Brady would would not consider handing a ball off there at the well, one? They, they were down the there twice. <laughs> They do it all the time down there. I mean, that's you know, Sony Michelle, Rex Burkett had running rushing touchdowns last week. That's it. You know? and, and 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 neither one of I think Sony went in from the five and Rex went in from the two. Was it yep. the two or the three? You know, no. like Bill says, stats are for losers and guys who are worried about their stats end up losing a lot more often than they win. And uh, that's why, you know, somebody like Tom Brady is the best of all time and has been to 10 Super Bowls. And other guys have only been to one. They mm-hmm. keep saying are the greatest passers of all time, the greatest this of all time, the greatest that of all time. You know, every year there's, there's you know, a new crop of, of this is this kid is the GOAT and he's thrown seven passes in the NFL. <laughs> and it, at one time it was this guy, and now it's Patrick Mahomes. And you know, a few years back it was Andrew Luck, and and now, man, you know, Tom Brady just still sitting on top of the mountain, just on top of the well, pyramid. <laughs> did you see the the statement Troy Aikman made to one of the Mahomes uh, flag bearers there? No, on Twitter. Please, please share. Um, yeah, it was hilarious, and. Uh, and they said, well, you know, Troy Aikman threw this many touchdown passes in the first two years of his career, and Patrick Mahomes is already halfway there, and we're only three games into the second season. Really? You know, blah, 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 or whatever. And, oh, my uh, God. So then Aikman came back and says, well, when he wins three Super Bowls, come back and talk to me. <laughs> kidding. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> I fucking love it! <laughs> I love it! You know, I, I like I love Aikman. I really do. He's not. He's he's he was never a Brady honk, and and it was you know, you, you still love him. He, he's the kind of guy that if you went up and you asked him if he thought he was the greatest quarterback of all time, he would probably say, "Dude, I'm not even the greatest quarterback that the Cowboys ever had." You know, and. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, the way that these people, that's killer. Come back and see me when you've won three Super Bowls. Bingo. Who's, who was doing this? Who's comparing the game today with what they did back when Aikman played when Aikman had, had arguably one of the great, the the five best um, running backs of all time. But you, if you know? remember Aikman's rookie season? The Cowboys were awful. Oh, they were terrible. Weren't they, they were like uh, yeah, one in fifteen or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were terrible in his rookie year. And then they, they started, they were, you know, they vile. They yeah, they brought in Jimmy Johnson. They started putting some pieces together, and then mm-hmm. you know, 
it wasn't in really until his third year that they started looking like a team right. that was needed to be reckoned with. You know, that's it. They got um, Detroit came first, and then Emmett, and then um, Michael Irvin, and yep, Michael Irvin, Alvin Harper, and, and then oh they started getting God. those deep, those offensive linemen. Right, it was incredible. <laughs> it was, and those that, those lines were just beastly good. You folks think that that they have a good offensive line in Dallas now? Oh my God, go back and look at some of those names. And oh, it was, those it was those great. Guys, they Unbelievable! Just, it was they were fun to watch. Yep, yeah. it was just so much fun to watch. It really was. That's, I remember God. the one game they were playing the Giants for. It would have. It was late in the season. There was still one or two games left, but they, I think they were both tied for the division at the time. And it was basically to see who was going to win the division. And mm-hmm. Emmett Smith was banged up. They didn't even think he'd be able to play. His, his knee was all banged up. And he went out there and they just ran the ball all game long. And he got like 150 yards in that game. Wow. I remember that. And I, I was can't like, picture it, but I yeah, can picture it. it yeah, it was that was a crazy offensive line. That's it. So, but, just, but anyway. just before we before we get out of here, folks, because this is a quick one. This is you know the, this is the the situational comedy of of one Patriots place. We do the we do the drama on Monday and Tuesday, and back we come with a little sitcom this afternoon <laughs> for yeah. you. A uh, little thirty minute sitcom there. Yep, friends. Um, and uh, so you got a prediction. Yeah, um, my prediction is, I, I like I've been saying all along, I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game. I think if Julian Edelman plays, I think the Patriots win 23-13. to 13. Okay. I think Tom, Tom Brady, you know, uh, he always seems to find a way, especially against the Buffalo Bills. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've held uh, the Patriots to about 25 points, you know, the last couple of years. So I, you know, and I think it'll be about that same if, if Edelman plays, if he doesn't play, I think it'll be 17 to 13. All right. All right. I'll go, I can go along with that. Uh, a lot of people are making a uh, big deal about the fact that, that Gronk, Gronk is no longer on the team and the, all the damage that Rob Gronkowski has done to the <laughs> bills over the years. And, um, and I, I, am of the ilk that, you know, Tom Brady has beaten this team plenty of times without Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> 30 and three. Yep. He's 30 and three against this team. He's no, no quarterback has owned a, uh, a another team as, as wholeheartedly as, as Tom Brady has over the years, the Buffalo bills. I don't think it's going to be quite as close as what you're saying, but I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as, as you're saying either. Um, I think the Pats are going to come away and win this game. They're going to keep up their um, – the defense has taken a lot of pride in the fact that they haven't given up a touchdown yet. And I think it's going to be 17-6, to Patriots. Oh, I like your prediction. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, in fact, um, I read – and this was out of a Buffalo newspaper – that Tom Brady has more wins since he came into the – NFL in mm-hmm. 2001. He Tom Brady has more wins in Buffalo than any Bills quarterback. <laughs> Imagine that. That's insane. That is. Cuz he only plays up there one once a year. 
He plays once in, a year in, there. In, in the 20 years that he's been in the NFL, mm-hmm. there's not one Bills quarterback that has as many wins in Buffalo as he does. <clears throat> I mean, think about that for a second. That is insane, isn't it? Unbelievable. Oh, my I God. I didn't realize that until they, they pointed it out. I, I saw it in, uh, I think it was, is it the News and Democrat up there in Buffalo? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I read all right. the stuff up there because I, I always yep. keep, try to keep up with what's going on in the division. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I read the stuff. Of Vic Carucci, is, he, he's, uh, he's, he's a really good writer, and they have a couple other guys up there that I read, but mo- mainly Carucci. And uh, I think it was him that said that. I might be wrong. Yeah, you probably aren't, but you know that, that's why you know you. I am the uh, the eye candy of this program, <laughs> and you were you were the smart one, you know. So if we were Charlie's Angels, you'd be you'd be Jill, and I'd be Farah. But uh, here we go. So that that that's it, folks. We put a bow are on you it. Saying, you gotta... Are you saying I'm Jacqueline Smith? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anybody ever saw Steve, you would know that ain't true. Nope. You know? And I'm about. But did to you see before we go? Again. I just wanted to share with everyone that they've announced the halftime show for the Super Bowl and J Lo oh. and Shakira. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this this set of uh, of um, wardrobe malfunctions. I don't know about <laughs> you, Schefter. Schefter pointed out yesterday that this was it, and and he said. They decided to go real Miami here, you know. I don't know how they figured that, but yeah, yeah. I that's what you know. I mean, J Lo is from New York, and and Shakira is from freaking Colombia. I said that this is is about as Miami as Billy Joel (laughs) 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 and Sofia Vergara. Yeah, that's how Miami it is. It's actually kind of racist if you think about it, you know, making that say, well, they're two Spanish people. So that's 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 Florida. OK, you know, that's like saying, you know, the, the Patriots, the Patriots are, are hosting the Super Bowl. So, you know, we're going to go New England and bring you two in. <laughs> well, one, one of my friends that hosts a Patriots site on Facebook, he he put it, you know, that up on their site there. And I, I made a joke with him. I said. You know, Shakira has been in love with me for years. And I said, and I can tell by the way I stare at her when she's on stage. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. All right. And with guys. that, and with that yeah. we're going to. We'll leave. be back Monday. You we'll know. be back Monday. Burn yeah, Bushmaster uh, is going to join us Monday, by the way, folks. Big yeah, treat so there. We, Burn has been and called it, up to the majors. Yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll break down the Buffalo game. We'll see how it all plays out, and we'll go from there. For myself, Steve Balistrieri, Thomas Murphy, all of us here at One Patriot Place and FullPressCoverage.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. How about those Patriots?